Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I just want to talk to some people who, who have an interest in guns, who have a position to take, who have a, uh, who've taken some level of responsibility for coming forward with their public positions, and that's what we're doing. I want to remind you, before I talk to my next guest, because I know what his point is, I want to just say this. We did a program a couple of years ago, a 69-year-old man in New Brunswick was the victim of a home invasion. Four individuals broke into his house, and they were beating on him badly and uh, pistol-whipping him. And he managed to get his hands on the, I think it was a shotgun, might have been a rifle, one or the other. He managed to get his hands on the firearm that the individual, one of those four home invaders, brought, brought into his house. And he shot the individual in the leg. And the 69-year-old victim of the home invasion, who had been badly beaten, was criminally charged and faced more time in prison, potentially, than the home invaders. That's reality in Canada. That was the law. That's the way it is. Let's talk to my next guest. He stands firm to support the Second Amendment and leaving current gun ownership regulations in place, as I understand it. Dan Was is the author of Good Gun, Bad Guy. He's the host of the Loaded Mike podcast. And uh, Dan, it's, it's danwas.com, right? Uh, it's goodgunbadguy.com. And it's so great to be on here with you, Roy. How, how's everything up there in Canada? Well, I'm just back from vacation. I'm just trying to get my mouth to work. <laughs> Dan, let's start on this on the gun issue. It's hugely emotional. It's it's very important. Uh, in, in Canada, we don't have the same reality with firearms or firearms legislation that you do in the United States. So what's the defense of the Second Amendment? And what does the Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution guarantee? Well, the Second Amendment doesn't guarantee anything. What, what the Second Amendment does, it's a, it's a reminder to government where their limitations lie. In other words, that Second Amendment says, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That is a God-given right. That's not a, that's not a government-issued privilege. And this is where people get things mixed up. That Second Amendment was written by our founders, to remind the government that this is where your authority stops. Because the people, when we, when we fought for our freedom, and we earned and we won our freedom, our founders knew that there would be tyrants coming, and they saw the Joe Bidens coming over 200 years away. So they wrote that little thing in as a reminder to our government to watch their manners. President Biden, you, you mentioned uh, Mr. Biden made a speech to Americans this week in which he said, and I paraphrase, that he doesn't want to take people's guns away from them, but he does want background checks, and I believe he addressed high-capacity magazines and certainly AR-15 rifles uh, in the wake of uh, Uvalde, in the wake of uh, Tulsa, the, the shootings there. What did you hear Joe Biden say? I hear the same old rhetoric, and what I hear is, First of all, when we talk about background checks, they want universal background checks. And let me let people of Canada understand what that means. That means a gun registry. The first step to confiscation is a gun registry. We've seen that in hundreds of countries across all over the world. The gun registry, first it comes regulations, and then comes registration, and then comes confiscation. 
we don't we won't have it and the the gun red, the uh, you know the background checks that we have now are already a failed system where we can get in 2017 for instance there were 112,090 background check denials of that 112,000 denials the vast majority were false positives in other words good people being denied their right to defend themselves for no good reason because there were only 12 prosecutions, a dozen out of 112. So the background system here in America fails. It's a a huge failure. But what they want, now they call it universal background checks, which which means a transfer between family members, friends, whoever. They want to know every single gun transaction. And frankly, Roy, it's none of the government's damn business who has guns and where they're located. This is America. Our founding fathers wanted it that way, and that's why they wrote that Second Amendment. So, uh, and Joe Biden goes on to talk about magazine capacity. They call it high capacity. Well, there's nothing high capacity about 10 rounds in a magazine. This is absolute lunacy. These are just rhetoric, talking points for the Democrats in our country to create a narrative to scare people who don't know any better into supporting gun control. So this is what we're fighting back. The good thing is, uh, we are a free country. We we do we do theoretically rule over our government, and uh, we have what's called the Bill of Rights, and that is an outline of our rights given by God and the limitations of our government. So, Dan, uh, I started by talking about the sixty-nine-year-old uh, man in New Brunswick was charged criminally after he was able to get the gun away from one of the four home invaders. They were young guys. And, and shot him in the leg. I'm, I'm, I'm going from memory, but I'm, I'm quite sure he shot him in the leg. Sure. And he faced more time in jail, potentially. And I interviewed this man and his lawyer at the time. He faced more time in jail than the home invaders. And to most people, that sounded like just so wrong. But let me just ask you about this. How wrong is this? 18-year-old killer of 19 children and two teachers purchased two high-powerful rifles and a great deal of ammunition legally in Texas just before he committed the murders. But if he drank a beer and were seen by a Texas law enforcement official drinking that beer at 18 years of age, he would have received a citation. How do we put that together? Well, here's how I put it together. Well, I, I don't compare the two. I think it's two completely different things. But let me explain to you why the people were so vulnerable in those schools and why school killings continue to happen in America. It's, it's not because of a gun. Everybody knows, and I'm sure everybody listening understands, that this is, not a, this is not gun violence. There's no such thing as gun violence. This is human violence, and sometimes they use a gun, sometimes they use other things. But what perpetrated, what perpetuated this type, what perpetuates, rather, this type of violent killings in schools is what we what is what's called the 1990 gun-free school zones act joe biden introduced it into congress along with or as part of the crime control act in 1990 what this did was it disarmed everyone on campus making the students and teachers vulnerable where now now where where on planet Earth does it make sense to bus kids, thousands and thousands of kids to schools, keep them in there all day long, 
remove all forms of, of armed security, teachers who may be likely or inclined to carry a gun, remove that, make the kids vulnerable, and then put a sign on the building that says, everyone inside is unarmed and helpless. This is your gun-free zone sign or your no guns allowed sign. This is the cause of this problem. Now, you put security enough security, three, four, depending on how, how big the campus is. You put security on, on school campus, on school uh, campuses, and or you allow people who have concealed carry licenses, who would be inclined to carry, we're not forcing people to carry like the Democrats will tell you, you put the people who would be inclined and, and, and one person comes into that school and tries to harm those kids, they're shot dead on sight, and that is the end of it. And it wouldn't happen again. But Democrats don't do that. Why is that? Why do the Democrats in America... Dad, I, have, I literally have 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Roy. I know I'm Not going on that. here. Go ahead. But why do they continue that? Because that's great fuel for them to push for more gun control. It's the same reason why they keep Chicago, Detroit, and all these Democrat-run cities so violent. They don't let the people carry to defend themselves. That way, they get more gun gun-related death numbers, and it helps them push for more gun control, because ultimately, they want us, the good guys, disarmed. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.